This is Gene Lance on the Workers' Beat Extra. There are big rallies and marches for the Palestinian people all over the country. How will the labor movement relate to it? There's a group called U.S. Labor Against Racism and War. Uh, they never were very large before, but their numbers are swelling and their influence is growing. But so far, the official labor movement has remained silent. I want to talk about that. But first, just listen for one minute to the excitement that the Palestinian rallies are generating. I'm downtown Dallas. With about 500 other people. taxpayer slaughter abroad, I was happy to do it. I told a crowd of about 4,000 Dallasites that I cannot claim to know a lot about the Middle East and what people should do there, but I do know what people should do here, and that is stop funding mass slaughters. Not being an expert, I didn't feel that I should speak very long, there were a number of things that I might have mentioned. I didn't mention Eastern Europe, where the United States has been aggravating and underwriting unnecessary war for well over a year. I didn't mention it, but President Biden has. He compared the necessity of spending more billions for armaments for Israel with the necessity of spending more billions for armaments for Ukraine. I was glad he did that because I think most people could see now that neither one was necessary at all and that in fact the American people would be better off if we stopped. Crimes are being committed in Eastern Europe and in the Middle East. Crimes are being committed and any good detective should be asking who benefits from these crimes? The first answer might be military producers, bomb producers, but the best answer is oil companies. In the long term, American oil companies are protecting their production sources in the Middle East and developing new markets in Europe, both at taxpayer expense and the expense of the people who live over there. How many of them have to die to keep Exxon's quarterly profits as high as they were in the last quarter, 9.1 billion, billion with a B, 9.1 billion dollars. News articles are fomenting. College students are rising up. Americans are marching. Politicians, especially Democrats, are finding it hard to make a public statement 
about anything because young Americans are interrupting them. I read in the Washington Post that a Gallup poll from last March, way back last March, revealed that the majority of Democratic Party voters favor the Palestinians more than the Israelis. Last March was a long time before the present shameful developments, so I wonder what a Gallup poll would say today. I think it would say that the American people are against what's happening over there and that they want an immediate ceasefire and a long-term solution to this problem. But the truth is being hushed up. The AF of LCIO sent out a special message to warn constituent organizations against making any statements on national affairs. And of course, it wasn't hard to figure out what national affairs they were talking about. The Secretary of State, Mr. Anthony Blinken, went to Qatar to try to quiet the Al Jazeera news organization. I might have told the big Dallas rally when I spoke there that the Workers' Beat talk show on KNON, small as it is, is immune to pressure from governments and oil companies. We still tell the truth on Saturday mornings. But at the rally, I didn't try to go into everything I could say about the mass slaughters. I just called attention to the fact that the city of Dallas is located on land that belonged to Native Americans for thousands of years. We like to honor Native Americans now. It's Native American Appreciation Month. We post photos of them in their quaint costumes, and we reverently quote their comments about being one with nature. We love Native Americans now. We love them now that most of them have already been killed. We love them now that they hardly have any more land worth stealing. How can anyone appreciate Native Americans and know how Europeans took their land without seeing the parallels in Palestine? I had mentioned that I parked my car on Lamar Street in downtown Dallas when I spoke at the rally. The street is named after Mirabeau Lamar, the second president of the Republic of Texas. He ran against Sam Houston. And he said that Houston was too soft on the Native Americans. Lamar's program, the program that he ran on, was to exterminate or deport every Native in Texas. He won that election and carried out that program. And now there are Lamar streets in every town all over Texas and Lamar schools all over Texas. Mirabeau Lamar and Bibi Netanyahu have a lot in common. They both wanted someone else's land, and they both went to inhuman extremes to get it. The plight of the Palestinians is practically identical to the tragedy of the Native Americans. Bob Dylan wrote this, Oh, the history books tell it, they tell it so well, the cavalry charged and the Indians fell. Oh, the cavalry charged and the Indians died. And the country that did it had God on their side. 
you could say that about the Palestinians just as easily as you could about the Native Americans. I told this big pro-Palestinian rights rally that I wished I could tell them that the official American labor movement is with them. I did assure them that they have growing support within the labor movement, especially among younger members, and that they have at least one old labor movement person that was with them 100%. And I close by saying, Free Palestine. This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.